Not that you care, but I'm Ronnie West. I'm Zach Bobbick. And welcome to our podcast. This is Not That You Care. Originally, this was written for, uh, I had originally thought of writing this for my newly to be born son, but then I realized that the title could be affected towards everybody. Uh, essentially, this podcast is more or less a audio diary to our children. Uh, mm -hmm. So obviously, the title says it all. I don't care what you think <laughs> as far as what our podcast is. Right. This is just our take on it. And it's us talking to our kids 20 years in the future. Uh, right. And hopefully with some sort of tidbits that'll help them along the way. So uh, I start with my first question, Zach, how are you doing? And mm -hmm. what made you want to join in and, and do this podcast with me? Well, first, Ryan, good to catch up with you. It's, uh, it's been a minute kind of how, how it goes the older you get the the further your your friends kind of drift away so it's just it's good to be back together and I think really the that kind of hits the nail on the head on why I'm doing this is a chance to catch up um like we were really really close going through our high school and like college years and then kind of life happened the post-college life happened and you kind of you drift away for a while um but bring that back and just kind of catch up. And, and, yeah. And especially too, it's the yeah. drifting and then also like becoming a parent, you also realize yeah. like how fast time is moving. And then you also want to reconnect and like, Oh man, I remember when he was young, I wish I could share the stories exactly. and, and kind of that whole deal. So I think hopefully we can kind of share our own stories, share our memories. Yeah. Hopefully we can share some insights and help some people as well as having some fun. Um, and for me also, whenever I started writing out a lot of this stuff, when I was going mm -hmm. back, trying to remember things that when you write it all out for me, I started remembering different stories. Yeah. So one of the things I'm most excited about is to hear your version of how you viewed me in a way that I didn't know what was going on. So uh, to me, that's interesting. And as well as whatever guests that we bring along the way as well. Um, to kind of fill in the story of both of our lives, I think is mm -hmm. fun, exciting. And and for a lot of you too, I think, and Zach, we've already talked about this. This will not be a 24 Jack Bauer podcast, unfortunately. As much as, you guys as, much as we really big, want it to be. We yeah, really want we make it to this be that. Big, <laughs> then we will have a spinoff. This is it. not a 24 podcast to my mom and to everybody else that's worried that this is going to turn into that. So. It, we can't make any promises. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right, so we'll put a pin in that, and yeah. we will start with our first segment, um, which I'm kind of excited to get into, <clears throat> flashbacks. So, I wanted to take our journey back to where our particular lives began to entwine, and that was at Fridley High School, and for me, when we were in the same vicinity as far as we're aware of, would have been September 3rd, 1996 uh, at Fridley High School. Zach, what do you remember about your first day of freshman year? Oh, my. Like, it's it's fun. Like you said, it's 20 plus years <laughs> since we 24, almost 24 years since we've started high school, 25. 
yeah if that dates right um and so like kind of looking back i remember oh i thought there's so many like i can't just narrow it into like one little thing like i remember exactly do you remember waking up like nope the first day no nope i i remember i remember like what i wore from the waist up because it was legit in my mind the coolest thing in the whole wide world i wore (laughs) i wore scrubs i wore a scrub shirt like baby blue doctor shirt and had my hair slick forward like crusty hairspray gel everything like straightforward really short going for the george clooney look from er was kind of what i was i was hitting i I thought i was the oh i thought i was the shit i thought it was so cool um and i walked into my my first class was spanish with oh i don't remember her boosacker she was my teacher (laughs) it's weird what kind of pops back into your head yeah but i had spanish first hour and going from that that class was kind of a blur but then moving into second hour there was someone that popped like came up to me and goes what are you wearing and i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like like well i guess i made a bad choice for this today but i remember it and so that's just kind of like my that's my biggest memory from the first day of of high school yeah, I just, I remember the big pep fest in the football field. Oh, like, yeah. That's kind of the extent of the only thing I remember from the first day. Like, I know my classes, I had Mrs. Bolin for English mm-hmm. and art my first two hours because we had that four-period day, which like, yep. started that that year, which was actually, I thought, really cool. Like, it worked out. You actually had time to do homework. You didn't feel rushed. And you only, if you did have homework, it was only from four classes. So, yeah. Hey, Fridley High School administrators, I appreciated the four period day. <laughs> or you are one. So you can go and tell whoever. Uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah, it was more since I was a new kid, you knew, you at least, you went to Immaculate. I think that yep. was one of the things we want to touch on. Like, you kind of knew some kids going in. I was from Anoka and kind of came down. I'd moved down, I think in may and mm-hmm. my dad drove me to anoka to finish out my eighth grade year yeah. and then i started freshman year brand new fresh so i didn't know anybody yeah i knew who like five or six people came from my elementary school and middle school to uh to the high school this is this is the wife say hey hello Bree. Hey, right. how's it going? Special, special guest. <laughs> what is happening to that baby? Why is its eyes open? I don't know. He's just chilling. He learned a new trick. How long have you been awake? Like 12 minutes. Fun. Hopefully. That's, that's actually fun. <laughs> yeah. He's he wants to join the show. He's, he's, he's our first free. listener. He's our first official <laughs> subscriber to the podcast. Um. Do you like for me the pet fest? I kind of got sucked into what I because at least I had some experience being the new kid. I was a new kid in middle school. I I was a new kid in second grade. So we had moved a few times. So I was at least knew the drill. Like okay, Mm -hmm. I know who to look for. Like what to kind of see. And and as I assumed, it was more the shady people kind of approached the new kid at the start. And just that's kind of who I hung out with in the group. I couldn't remember or tell you who they were at all. Um, yeah 
but yeah, because then I remember first day of lunch, I had to take up kids' trays just to sit at their table. And <laughs> so it was kind of like that. I was like, I knew I was going to deal with it and kind of like, whatever, I'll just kind of take the trays. Like, if that's the worst thing I had. The little to hazing. With. Yeah. <laughs> if that's my hazing, I'll take the trays. So good. I, I do remember the, uh, that pep fest or whatever outside the lunch, picnic lunch. I, I remember playing Frisbee. And I remember hitting a kid in the face from like 40 yards away. And that's how I met Ben, our buddy Ben. That's how I <laughs> met him. Um, and like <laughs> hit him right, right under the nose. And, and that, that friendship was born from there. But um, just kind of going through the first day, coming from uh, immaculate small Catholic school, everybody's wearing uniforms to public high school. Uh, I just remember girls, like <laughs> actual girls, like, in real life clothes and I had no idea like you got your 14 year old brain going through for day, like just, my head was just whiplash 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 all day long um and I just kind of at that time I think I was playing we were playing football so the people that I met besides the kids for middle school were on the football team you played football freshman year didn't you I did. The only thing was, I think you guys started, like my dad was so against me playing football. He was an all-state running back. And like, to this day, he'll still be like, my, all my aches and pains are from football. Like, so I'm not going to let you. And I had badgered him like all of, I think I played flag football seventh in seventh grade and was pretty good. And then he finally relented and said I could play freshman year. But it was probably like a week after school had already started oh. when he had said yes. And you guys had already started like two weeks before school. So I was like yeah. three weeks late. And, and I just remember uh, it was the first time I remember seeing you was you were one of the receivers coming over to me and tall kid, like tall, <laughs> lanky kid. Granted, I'm <laughs> the short skinny kid. So you kind of look like a giant, but I just remember like, all right, Ronnie, you're going to go over and, and be wide receiver. And I remember it was you, Lindahl, and Sorella. Like, <laughs> all of you are over six foot. And I'm like five eight. I'm like, okay, no one's going to ever throw me the ball. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit and block. But yeah, so that was, I wish I could have come out when I wanted to and play and then actually probably play running back. Yeah. And who knows what would happen. So maybe he intentionally did that to kind of have me start late. So, yeah. I just, oh, football. That could be a whole nother. Well, yeah, that was supposed to be the next episode. But I, as far as like the first day in the beginning of school, I really don't remember much else aside from anything significant, aside from really get to know Miss Bowling because I was there for, I was with her for the first two hours in English and art. So, no, um, I have to make sure to, to remind you here that I am on a time limit from, That's fine. from yeah. the missus. I see you have your you actually literally have a timer going. I'm proud of you. Yeah, there's how we're, um, we're keeping Have you told time. Ronnie my brilliant idea? That we are gonna we're gonna she he said you're gonna have your own spin-off. Yeah. Oh, my own spin-off. Yeah. No, I'm like, no, no. I just want to ride your coattails. No. <laughs> no, I had already thought of a new one because with me and Bree, I don't think we we don't know the same subjects. So I was thinking the title would be excuse me what? And so <laughs> And so we would each tell each other stories of what's going on and just question the heck out of each other. Like, excuse Ronnie, me, what, what did you that's say? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I just one. Yeah, one you paid to do. Oh. Just excuse me. Say hi. Please. Say hi to the people. Hello, the people. I, legitimately, that is the most brilliant idea you've ever had. Out of all of these really cool things you're cooking up right now, that one. Is it because it includes you? Yeah, primarily, but then also. That's fine. I know it's to me. Fun. This is I want to do stuff that's fun, and if hell, if like I was gonna say. And we're going to keep all this. If Pepsi wants to be a sponsor, I would be more than willing. <laughs> Pepsi can be a sponsor. Pepsi uh, can. And then uh, Nursing Queen Maternity Sweatshirts can also. There you go. Just right here. I'm representing. I think that is so great because I could talk about anything. Anything. But also, I know a very tiny amount about a lot of shit. That's <laughs> like, same with me. So I think we would, we would, we would fill in the gaps for each yeah. other. And I yeah. think that's why I thought. I was thinking of that title. At the FedEx uh, drop ship today on lunch, when I was dropping out boxes, I was like, "That's the title. That's what <laughs> I would do." Why? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm gonna not keep you because you've got your timer going here, but I still want to know why the baby's broken because it's it's just. <clears throat> He's supposed to be asleep. He's he probably he probably repooped himself. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, this was fun. This was fun. I love this plan for our future. It's going to be great. <laughs> and as long as I don't have to listen to myself talk, like repeat it back to myself. We have to get listened. So we literally have to play it over and over and over again. But so. do I have to listen to myself? Yeah. I my I need, we're going to need your help. You just mute it and then just tap to the end and then it counts as a play. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Jackpot. I can do that. I'm going to start researching subjects right away, right away, right away. <laughs> You saw my detail. I'll get to work on yours, Bree. She's she's doing her happy dance right now. Oh, it's a sloopy swish. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But that's so that's flashbacks right flashbacks. there. Flashbacks, gentlemen. Uh, man, searching, I, searching for a transition sound. Super, super, super. Or my burp. Oh, yes. Transitions with belches. Yeah, that's what we got. We'll see next time. Next. <laughs> All right. So our next segment, uh, which I think is hopefully going to be our most educational. I feel like I'm always leaning, trying to get into this microphone. Uh, so I thought of this next segment. Uh, it's kind of to be, if I had a guide to teach the 18 year old version of myself who was maxing out credit cards, living out of his car and just mm -hmm. didn't know what to do at 18 when he moved out. So I want to help people who either just don't know. I know there's a lot of millennials who are either stuck at home and just don't know what to do to get out of the house and kind of move forward with your life just because you're kind of stuck and you just don't even know where to start. So this next segment, uh, what I know now, but I wish I knew then, uh, we'll kind of break down a few points and kind of try to work through a lot of different subjects, whether it's working through getting a rental, working mm -hmm. through just a regular budget. Um, there'll one of the topics, uh, be more or less like side hustles and stuff that we can kind of discuss. Yeah. Uh, I know both of us kind of, we have regular jobs, but then we kind of do stuff on the side as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I wish I kind of thought about earlier. And that's kind of one of the things going into this, like I said, to talk to our kids is I've always kept thinking, Hey, if my kids are going to go to school, great. I want them to be a, 
astrophysicist engineer, but I also want him to be a, to have a trade. And if he could carpent, like to do carpentry or be an electrician as well, like to have stuff to fall back on as well as being a professional golfer and a lawyer. So, so I want him to be multifaceted. So this is kind of to help that and to help everybody else out there. So my first question to you, Zach, is what do you wish you knew before you bought your first house? Oh, that's such a huge question. I mean, I've, and I know that's it's for a lot of people that are out there, they don't even like just getting a house is kind of huge purchase mm-hmm. in general. And I think yep. at least for us, I'm assuming it's we both went through different formats or different processes. Uh, like yeah. For me, I went through the VA and that's something that I, I want to help a lot of veterans find out and know mm-hmm. that it was fairly simple and easy to kind of go through that process and to get a house. But then I also know that people who haven't gone through it need to learn the FHA and the other side of it as well. And I know talking to my buddy at work, he didn't know what either of those terms were. Uh So that's kind of (laughs) the starting point as well. So it's kind of, people just don't know anything and it's kind of, and I kind of had to dive headfirst into it. So I'll fall back to you. What, what do you wish you knew one or two things that you wish you would have knew or known going into it? Oh, I wish I would have started planning earlier. I think that's probably the the biggest thing because we bought our house, we were five years ago now. So that puts us at 35, 34, 35 when we bought, but we had rented for a long time. And in, in that time, kind of our credit went like every which direction. And so like we needed to spend six months before we could even think about buying a house, fixing all of our credit and going through different things to, to make us um, able to even get a loan every quote to qualify. And this is post 2008 when, before everybody could get a house for no reason whatsoever. Um, so we, we did, we had to put in the work, save money, put it away, pay off credit cards. I think we borrowed quite a, quite a lot from parents um they were we were fortunate to have some help from them um to get things done and then kind of along with that just kind of the sheer responsibility it is to have a house um and all the paperwork that goes along with it when you're when you're signing up and like the the extra money like there's just so many little things that you don't know about it you want to have a good neighborhood. I think school district is probably like find one where you want your kids to go to school, even if it's not your starter home, if it's just a starter home. I think that would probably be the biggest thing. Find a place where you're going to want to at least start planting roots. So before you move out and go somewhere else to, to your forever home, you at least are in a good place. Find neighbors that are nice. <laughs> There's so many just little things that like, those are the reasons why we stay where we are right now. But like just that, that first thought, like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to buy a house. All right. What do we got to do? Fix your credit, make sure everything's ready to go. And then once you start to, once you get approved for that, it's just like throw offers in and hope something sticks. And we were fortunate enough. Our, uh, my friends, like you just got to throw an offer in. So we threw, uh, offered our, this house, it was the first house we put an offer in on. We got accepted, which does not does not happen at all. But we just 
it worked out. We got really lucky. It was the perfect house. We put an offer down before I even had a chance to see it. Bree got to look at it and she's like, yes. I said, all right, just tell them to go for it. Like we're going to get it. Like, no way. We got to start somewhere, get that rejection going first. And we, 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 did, we didn't get rejected. So we're like, oh, oh. We go, oh crap. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> yeah. Our, we were very similar. Like it was, but granted, and I think I couldn't have imagined better timing because with us, I started looking, I think, November of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then pandemic hit and I had already, I think we had picked out a house by like the beginning of February and it was the same thing. Like we had, uh, I looked at probably three or four and then when we came and saw this one together, we both kind of were like, yep, this one fits all the boxes that we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And luckily enough, like the, the person selling was a realtor. So at least it made things a lot easier rather than having to deal with somebody who didn't know what was going on. So I was able to, I didn't, I threw in an offer, but it was (laughs) a conservative offer and he took it. So and it kind of worked out (coughs) and yeah, the pandemic hit and now we've refied since the property, it's gone up like considerably. (laughs) So yeah, it uh, kind of worked out timing wise just right for us but at least for us like to start off yeah I did a lot of research it was one of those I was looking up everything and realizing do I need to have a bunch of money up front for me if for a veteran it was like Mm -hmm. okay what process and who do I need to get approval through and kind of what do I get approved for Uh, lucky for me I had a really good realtor and a financial like your loan representative Mm -hmm. um so those and then a lawyer so that's gonna you're typically gonna have those three things those three people working in concert with you and the the seller so Mm -hmm. um with that that was kind of trying to figure out and make sure everything worked properly but yeah thankfully my team like we really worked well together and got it done really fast and i think we were in the house by April 27th so it was nice to go from an apartment complex mm-hmm. at the start of COVID and be out within a month like that was just have have you do you did you and Carrie live together beforehand before the house yeah yes oh, yeah. Yeah. we had we had the one bedroom apartment and then when we found out that she was pregnant we got two bedroom and then from that we decided to get a house yeah uh have you realized like you go from a small apartment into a house and you still have shit everywhere <laughs> like like you go from small to big and then all of a sudden you still have like you just accumulate more stuff and it's still yeah yeah just no, that's, a hot hot mess that's kind of what started all of this last <laughs> year i was like i'm gonna start selling stuff on ebay because i just have random junk everywhere and i need to like i just had books and stuff i'm like these are just sitting here not doing anything like I need to do something with them. Mm-hmm. And luckily I think I, I got on a hot streak. I think I sold like three or four books, some rolls of tape that I had been sitting out there. And then I was like, Oh, Hey, this is actually making some money. Let me see what else I can do. Mm-hmm. And then bada bing, bada boom. Here we are talking and hopefully turning this into something. So talking over the internet. Yeah. The interwebs. <laughs> but yeah, we will deep dive into a lot of different stuff like this. Uh, and granted, this wasn't super informative, but I, I think we've 
knowing that we kind of have uh, an experience, if you guys have questions, reach out to us. Um, if there's yeah. through the podcast, you can leave voicemails. Uh, and so check all the podcast descriptions for stuff to leave us a message and let us know what questions you have that we can talk about because um, we want to help. He is a teacher, so we want to help educate you and inform yeah. everyone uh, in the best way that we can and try to do it in a way that's not just one-sided. We will look at it from many different angles and try to poke holes into a lot of different things um, just to kind of make sure uh, mm-hmm. that you know the whole thing. On that topic, uh, my very last thing, and I will keep this short since we have the rest, I bought my third NFT today uh, hey, through, that's right. through the VV app. Um, and it was the, I'm going to get it wrong, the Dark Hawk issue one, the digital copy. And so, and it, it was $7 and like it spun around. And by the time it posted in the marketplace, like everything has gone for 20. Um, so it's a really cool turnaround. The only thing though, so anybody that is looking into it, and I was mm-hmm. telling my buddy at work that they do not, you cannot withdraw your money out of your account so it is the only like nft space that i'm aware of where you have to put funds into it but for the time being you cannot withdraw the funds oh no (laughs) so that's crazy and so and the the problem with a lot of these too if you want to get like through the primary market you have to to get the drop and Yesterday's Spider-Man number three, I did not get because there's only 30,000 of these copies available and there's probably like 2 million people going on in this app. Yeah. So today I got lucky by doing my little practice, like speed taps and it worked out. But like there's guys that were on there that I was reading who've put $500 into it, can't get a drop. And if you're going to buy off the secondary market that's there, everything yeah be three times the price but then you can't pull your money out so they're stuck so be warned research everything that you're doing make sure that you don't just throw money at stuff i've seen people thinking they were minting nfts from the original website and they were not and getting ripped off so please 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 one we are not financial advisors do not take any of our advice for facts we are just telling you our experiences <laughs> and anything that we are doing is for either fun or for our own purposes so that's, that's a, just a disclaimer that's a, that we have to put in that's a good disclaimer because <laughs> so someone's going to take that and be like i'm going to go get an nft from yeah. this vv app because yeah. so ronnie said tell, so and they're going to just be pissed <laughs> what i tell everybody is do your research if do not buy anything that you do not understand i think that is that the is a good basic thought yeah so if you do not understand nfts please do not buy any and also if you don't have the funds to lose it yes. then don't use it yes. that's the other thing if you yeah save that write that down put that on a shirt <laughs> yes. you better be paying your rent your car payments your mm-hmm. food your child support all of that stuff first this should be money that you can throw mm-hmm. away and if it's gone tomorrow it's okay you're not hurting anybody or yourself. Please, please, please. Right on. <laughs> and that brings us to our most anticipated, which will be our most popular and our personal favorite segment, Dad Story of the Week. Let's go. So, again, I will leave it to you, Zach. 
what have Logan and Wilder done this week to either make you think, smile, cry, or try to run away? <laughs> all, all of the above. It happens so often. Um, it's just one of those things like when you're going to be home, like the day, let's say the days are, days are long, but the years are short and they go by quickly. And so like my daughter's five already and she's just, she's spitfire. She's, she's starting to find her personality and her little sense of humor is coming out. Um, and so she learned a new joke this week that I want to share with you because it is five-year-old humor at its finest. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting down. That's good. So it's off. Why did the farmer cross the field? I don't know. To get to the other side. To poop. <laughs> that's that's the that's the joke. It's good enough. It, for me. It's got two punchlines. <laughs> and so this kid is one of them's funny. Yeah, and they, they, the, the, the second one's unexpected. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. I wasn't ready for that, but <laughs> I can see him doing that. That's, so it's 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 good. That so that's my. She's just she's found her sense of humor, and so she wants to tell jokes, and then she will beat that joke to death until yes, it is not funny anymore. And then she, <laughs> why aren't you laughing? I said, well, you you said the joke four hundred times in the last hour. You've beaten this one to death. <laughs> So then she'll change it up. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the field? <laughs> and same punchline to get to the other side to poop. And so I told, I taught her the, the timing of it. Like, cause she was like, farm across the field to get to the other side to poop. Like, no, you got to give it a beat. Like give it like three seconds yeah. to let it sink in. So when she started telling you, she told, she told Bree and she's like, to get to the other side. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so we're working on the the counting in your head. What about you? What's up with uh, J J Dog? Yeah, Jackson. He's been kind of doing similar stuff. His new favorite word is "butt." So whenever we do the bedtime story, and it's I, I almost know by uh, how does the dinosaur go to sleep, and like whether he whether <laughs> it's dark and deep and butt, like and he'll just start throwing it in at, at the end of every line. Um, <laughs> But our new favorite thing, and he's been doing, I don't know where it came from, unless he's watching like Dragon Ball Z or The Matrix or something. But so he's been giving out like all of a sudden we'll be sitting at the kitchen table and we'll see him go. And he's like shaking his hands as if he's holding like an orb of energy and just like, oh, and, he's, and, and like and we all of a sudden stop. We're like, oh no, he's got energy. And before like when we first started i would let him shoot it at me and so and he would be like holding it and he'd shoot it and i'd fly across the room just like when you hit me across the face of the tennis racket at the 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 <laughs> homecoming pet fest and flew across the, the floor. oh yes <laughs> that's uh we call that foreshadowing folks. yeah <laughs> so uh oh that was so good <laughs> So good because they got the picture of it in the yearbook yeah we did oh man that'll be that'll be in next week or in two weeks episodes but yeah so he's been going around giving us energy hugs and kisses where he'll he'll he'll, he'll oh. ramp up and go and then like comes in and gives us a hug 
which has been one of the That's fun things that awesome. we get during the week. Do we get an energy hug and kiss? Yeah. So he'll run over and give us those. That's that's great. And that's dad's story of the week. Love it. I like that one. That makes me <laughs> smile. All right. Now this last one, and I, even up to this point, still don't have one in my head yet. Oh, I got it. I'm okay, ready. Okay, good. Do you go first, and then I will try to come up with something. This is the, the question of insignificance. The, yes. the blind question. You don't know what I'm asking um, you, and it can range from anything. Like This is that, that what are we going to do? Like yeah, We got to end the show with a bang. So Where this- are we going to go? So I, I it, it's like a half softball, but there's some, some thought behind it. So um, background information, the NCAA passed the name, image, and likeness rule this last year so we have um college athletes receiving uh money for performing sports um not yet professionals yet by the way i don't know if you're going to be able to tell where i lie on on (laughs) this one with it but my my biggest one is um byu the byu football team um they have we'll roughly guesstimate 130 athletes on the the team for some reason or another just random number, but NCAA only allows 85 students to be on scholarship. So BYU partnered up with uh, an energy bar brand to provide um, NIL contracts for all of the members of the football team, all 100 and whatever members. Um, Different amounts. So those students on scholarship would receive $1,000 the semester for their name, image, and likeness. But those that weren't on scholarship um, would receive between three and six thousand dollars, which would cover their tuition for the year um, for that semester, and then again for the the second semester. And so, I guess my my question is, what's stopping big schools from this little loophole around getting kids? into their school with the 80 like they only have so many scholarships to give but hey we can get you this sweet deal where you still don't have to pay to go to school like what's going to be the thing that's going to prevent alabama from getting another blue chip recruit in every position and then seven deep (laughs) like they already do like what's what's going to stop that so i guess that's my question like nothing nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> it's going to be allegiance to that school like however good the recruiting is going to be that's it's everybody has the advantage now like georgia can do that it's mm-hmm. texas can do that usc can do that that's why i think you're seeing uh brian kelly move to lsu and lincoln riley go to usc because those schools are probably in a lot better spots to pull in recruits because they know that now the money game is on even playing field like it doesn't matter if it's umd duluth if zuckerberg wants to sponsor the bulldogs like for them to go pro like then that's going to happen so it's just a matter of whatever boosters are there and if that kid's willing to ride the pine at alabama because that's the other thing too do you want to take a scholarship or a paid scholarship to ride the bench if a guy doesn't want to play then that's fine if that's what's best for him then so be it but i think like you're seeing with the transfer portal 
with uh, was it Spencer Rattler leaving Oklahoma because of Caleb Williams being really good, you're going to see guys who just want to shine and find a spot and they're going to go wherever there's like where there's a spot available. So mm-hmm. essentially Alabama probably has been doing stuff like this forever. It's just a matter of if, like I said, if somebody wants to, if you want to mm-hmm. put your time in, but then look at the running backs and the wide receivers, like those guys did put the time in and they get one year to shine and then they're in the pros. Yeah. So it's kind of, if you're going to put the work in, then okay. You, and you do it right on Saturday. Okay. Then good on you. It, but I think it's just going to be a matter of the schools and the conferences are going to bend to whatever the student athlete wants to do and wherever they want to go. If they're not playing, they're going to leave. And I think yeah. that's, that's going to be okay. I think it's, it, they'll be not as, I think the parody will kind of be, it's not going to be the same. It'll be skewed because the SEC is going to get stronger, like Big yeah. Ten, and and those ones will still be second tier. But I I still mm-hmm. think that athletes will go where they want to play. That's yeah. essentially going to be, and they're going to know, hey, I can stay closer to home, and I can kind of get half Alabama money by staying at UT Chattanooga, and yeah. I got a booster who's going to take care of my family. Then I don't need a low, and I'm still close to home. So yeah. I think you, you brought up a good point though that I hadn't thought about is the, the coaches. Like you can, like when you basically don't have a, a cap on how to recruit and where to go, why would you spend your time in middle flyover state Oklahoma when you can go to USC, you can go. Or spend... Notre Dame who has yeah. requirements <laughs> and, and education requirements for players. So yeah. Yeah, and he's older, and mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley, to me, that makes sense. It's L.A. It's kind of he wants to do his Cliff Kingsbury, Sean McVay <laughs> kind of like star out west in the desert kind of deal. And yeah. and, and Brian Kelly, I think he wants one last shot at, at getting the title. So and it, to me, LSU is a great spot for him. Granted, I got a feeling that it's going to be up and down in the SEC each, like, Aside from Alabama kind of being steady, I think all those other teams are going to rise and fall every year. Jockey. So yeah. it, it'll be curious to see kind of how, how that plays out. So for sure. That's my, that's my question. Thanks for shining some light on that. Yeah. Mine's much easier than I came <laughs> to. <laughs> I, where did you have more fun playing basketball in the Fridley back gym or oh. at Gordy's church? Oh, oh man! Um, you have to have. Did Gordy's Church have carpet floors? Not, uh, the, not where not we that. played. Oh no, because it was just dark and dingy. It was like that cafeteria floor. Yep. Uh, you know, I'd have to say the back gym. There's just a lot more memories memories there, and you could use <laughs> the walls to jump off of to dunk. Well, yeah, you could do that at Gordy's Church too. Yeah. Oh, but because they had the side hoops. But the the church, you couldn't bring out the um, the gymnastics launch pad to do it on the main hoop, which is a death trap waiting to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'd have to say back gym, as janky as it was, it's they they updated it now, so that's good. All right, we'll save some of that. That's episode three where we talk about the back gym. <laughs> Just getting up there, playing in front of KG and everybody. Else. Oh. So, yeah. 
those are the good old days. Oh yeah. Right on, man. Well, this was great. I want to thank you, Zach. Thank you, Bree. Thank you, Wilder and Logan. If you can hear me, if you're out there, she's asleep. She's asleep <laughs> right now. <laughs> Better be. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this time and uh, we will see you guys again soon. Right on. Zach, for Zach, I'm Ronnie. Not that you care, but we'll see you next time. Not That You Care is a 2022 Running West Media production.